Welcome to the Corporate Survivor Podcast, where we talk about how to grow your career confidence, build your skills and value, increase your salary, and the many lessons we learn in the corporate world. For more career support, click on over to www.mayping.com. This is Mayping, your corporate leader turned career coach. I hope you enjoy, like, and subscribe. In today's podcast, I want to talk about how to become a top performer at work. So if you have been following me for some time now and you have been exposed to my work, um, I'm sure you are aware that I have worked at um, global companies and consistently rank as top performer regardless of the uh, role that I've taken over the years in my corporate career. So now that I'm a coach, And even when I was in corporate, one of the very common questions I get asked is, so how do you become a top performer? Is this a natural talent or is this something that um, someone can choose to work towards it, right? Uh, Are there any specific skills that can be picked up so that you can also become a top performer? And nowadays, in my work as a coach, I work with people from all across the spectrum, from junior all the way to very senior people um, in the corporate world. I've also worked with people who are facing a lot of challenges, just going through the day-to-day tasks and actually meeting deliverables, all the way to the other end of people who are very highly educated, top performers at work, but extremely ambitious and still want to achieve more. So in terms of like understanding personally and also looking out there, having that kind of interaction with people um, in my day-to-day course of work, I've made some very good observations. And in today's podcast, I want to share with you. I would say all in all, to become a top performer, it is something that can definitely be learned. So it's not about who has the most talent and who is most highly educated. At the end of the day, it's the vision that you see for yourself. Do you see yourself as average, mediocre, or do you see yourself as a person that has um, has more potential and can always give more, can always learn more, do more, and contribute more? So a lot of it really comes down to the self-image that we have of ourselves that really drives the behaviors we have, not just in life, right? In work, and even if you have a business, it's very, very similar. So I'd say that one of the first um, really good um, characteristics or habits is, is passion. I know passion sounds a bit woo-woo nowadays, but I think passion and belief in what that you are, whatever that you're doing is really contributing to a bigger purpose. So people who really understand and a lot of top performers really make an effort to understand how is the work that they're doing contributing to the bigger picture, right? How is it actually helping the team, right? Their manager, the company to really move forward by this little effort that they're putting in in their work. So having that kind of like high level view adds to the enthusiasm and adds to the real interest to want to contribute. And that's something that a lot of people don't quite understand. So even in my course of work, when I was so, so passionate and had a very, very strong belief that we need to be able to deliver something for the team and for whatever not, just understand that like this is not a, a 
piece that most people get it. Most people honestly just wants to do their want to do their job and then go home. But and that's the reality of it. So to become a top performer is is really having that kind of different mindset and really wanting to contribute and being a main contributor, even if 99% of your colleagues say, ah, oh, yeah, you know what, don't care, just go home. Why do you even care so much? Why are you driving yourself crazy? Why are you so obsessed? But that's just a characteristic of a top performer. And if you have it in you, you will understand exactly what I'm saying. But if you don't have it in you and you want to be that kind of person, then dig deep, dig deep. Because otherwise, whatever effort that you you're going to put in is not going to last because you can only wait i mean there can only be that kind of motivation that someone can give you but a lot of it to be honest really comes from within so what are some of the other characteristics the one that's very common is like going the extra mile right so doing a little bit extra without being actually asked but not doing the extra for the sake of it but then again it can't, it goes back to the objective how is this extra little bit of effort extra bit of help is going to help the team as a whole is going to move the team forward so that could translate in like helping a team member who um who doesn't quite get the deliverable right get getting giving a little bit of guidance because it all kind of goes back to um contribution as a team and really demonstrates their very strong work ethic because they as a top performer right you will want to try your best and uh, not just deliver for yourself and making sure that the entire ecosystem works that we all achieve the same objective so very closely related to that is the habit of like always taking um initiative right always being proactive um being self-directed they don't really need a lot of motivation if they say that they're going to do something they're actually going to do it so you know when i run a lot of workshops um, one of the common questions i get asked is how do i develop leadership skills and i completely understand this question because it is in a lot of people's career goals to um aim towards like a, a higher position right either become a manager or a director or even in senior leadership but the same tip that i give all my workshop participants or all those people who attended my uh, my talks is the same thing learn how to manage yourself because if you don't do what you say you're going to do then you're you're essentially you essentially don't have self leadership then how can you actually lead someone else so a lot of it like a top performer most of the times they are very self directed they are very clear on what they say that they're going to do and they make sure they are responsible accountable and actually get the thing done so this is really really important to remember taking initiative being proactive in a certain piece of work and also in their longer term career goals right 3 5 10 years what is the direction that they see their career moving in if you speak to most top performers most of them have an idea of where they want to go but if you speak to an average performer most of the time they have not even thought about it they're just caught up in the chaos of the day to day firefighting at work right so take that extra initiatives think about a bit of a career strategy what's your career path think a little bit further because that will give you the inherent motivation to want to do well at work because you can see how all these skills experiences that you are gaining right now can help you in the future and most top performers are very clear on that so that's why if you look at them they always are so enthusiastic right they always want to be very efficient and effective because they know 
where they want to be or they have a much clearer idea than most people on where they want to be in the future. All right, so what other kind of characteristics that we normally see in um, um, top performers? I'd say the other thing is like being open to feedback and constantly asking for advice. So I've worked with many people over the years and I've also met some very egoistical people who think that they know it all, but eventually they still don't become top performer or it's a bit of a hit and miss. They become top performer one year and then they are like down in the dumps the next year. It's because they, do, they are not open to getting feedback. They are not open to ask for advice because they think they know it all. So a person who knows it all may do well but it may not last for very long because, I mean, to be honest, we all don't know everything. Um, so we need to be open for, um, you know, to get advice from people who have, you know, been there, done that, and really seen some things that we have not. So working with a lot of top performers, um, I find that they, they do have this habit of like seeking feedback and advice. So some of the clients I work with are also very top performers. Um, some of them are senior directors, directors, even senior managers, and also identify as high potentials in their uh, multinational companies. And I find it very interesting that they are really, really open to go for coaching. They know that there's more that they can do and there's a lot of skills that they still have yet to master. So I find that this growth mindset is it's a very positive thing. Um, this is not really something that you see from average performers because if you're an average performer, then you're just comfortable being where you are. So there is really no need, no drive, no purpose to aim for more. So if you happen to work with a lot of uh, top performers, you'll notice that um, having a growth mindset and continuous learning is something that's very, very prevalent. So the other kind of characteristics, um, of course, you know, being dependable, reliable, and all these are really, you know, back to um, self-leadership. So do you say what you're going to do? If you say if you do what you say you're going to do, then automatically you're reliable. Um, your team will say that you're dependable. And those are very, very good qualities in the workplace because we all don't want to work with a person that is very flaky. So most top performers, they are very, very clear. Um, clarity is key when working with them. So you're expected to be a bit more direct and really get clear on how they can help you. And maybe they'll be a little bit more honest as well. So I would say that the last thing for a top to become a top performer, actually stay a top performer, is the ability to be detail-oriented. So this is a bit of an unpopular opinion because everybody wants to develop big picture. Everybody just wants to wing it nowadays or they just hope that personal branding will give them you know, the best chance possible. All those, is, all those are great, but I would highly encourage fo- being focused on like learning how to be detail-oriented detail-oriented. So the ability to zoom in and zoom out is just really, really important qualities if you really want to rise up to the top. And the best managing directors I've worked with have that detail-oriented mindset that really allows them to catch the um, nuances, the discrepancies that even some of the junior executives are unable to catch. So this is really, you know, sounds really simple, but it's really a core, um, core skill set, right? Attention to detail is something that you want to pick up on. So 
So, so, so in conclusion, it really depends on like where you see yourself in your career, whether you want to aim towards becoming a top performer or you just want to be a very normal employee. But just recognize that the difference between the two is really very, very vast and it does affect your career down the road, right? The next um, 10, 20, even even 30 years. So uh, my, my final word of advice, if you are interested to become a top performer or you want to stay a top performer, continue mastering those skills, right? Big picture thinking, communication, people skills, and all those things that I shared in the podcast today, and you will be well on your way towards career success. So as you know, I do work with a lot of um, ambitious professionals, and if you feel that I can help you to grow your career online or offline, please feel free to connect with me and let's see how I can help you. And in the meantime, good luck, all the best, and keep moving forward. Cheers!